0: Grab your hard seltzer, a glass of wine, or a shot of tequila. It's time for girl talk. Let's get real. Let me start over. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode thirty-three. Cheryl, what are you drinking? Hello, hello. Well, I am
1: not living in the Dallas area anymore, so I have been nursing my six pack of Prima Diva from Siren Rock slowly but surely, and. I am on the last one, so I am drinking my last Prima Diva.
0: How are you? Awesome. Well, we spent the day at the pool and really relaxing today. And I have been drinking sweet tea and Jameson all day, so <laughs> I am still drinking that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Go big or go home. I have never
1: had those two together. Yeah.
0: I had. I hadn't either. And we were missing a couple of ingredients for, you know, to make some other kind of drink. So I was like, okay, what do we have? And he was like, well, you have your sweet tea. And I was like, throw some shots of Jameson in there, call it good. (laughs) You
1: know what? Sometimes that's how you make the best new drinks. You just try it with what you have on hand and they're good, right?
0: Exactly. It's all hard tea. It's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it but minus twisted tea. Yes, (laughs)
0: yes. (laughs) Shout out to Jameson. You're good and everything.
1: (laughs) Nice. Well, I uh, I like the sound of that. And I like the sound of tea and Jameson by the pool. That sounds like a perfect afternoon.
0: Yes, it was very, it's actually very refreshing. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. So highly recommend it if you're listening. Excellent. All right. So today we're I don't want to say we're jumping on the bandwagon, but I s- heard you and I both heard a lot of controversies out there, a lot of talk going oh, on yeah. about the Barbie movie. And we thought,
1: absolutely,
0: we thought, you know what, all the controversy that we're hearing kind of falls into the stuff, typical stuff that we talk about on a daily basis uh, in, in the podcast and, you know, whenever we're having our work sessions. So why not just discuss it, put it out there? Like, let's... Let's dissect it. Not only just the movie, we're going to dissect the controversies and kind of, you know, see how we feel about what we've been hearing.
1: Absolutely. Which honestly is why I rushed to see it as quickly as I did. I grew up with Barbies and of course wanted to see the movie, but I really wasn't in a super rush to see it. You know, it wasn't like I dressed in all pink on opening day or anything like that. I just heard everybody needing to have this buzz about the controversy. And then I thought, okay, I need to see this right now. So I went and saw it as soon as all the buzz started.
0: Honestly, that's basically what happened to me too, is that, you know, I, I'm one of those that very few things I'll run out and just see immediately. And I'm going to put it out there. Y'all are used to me by now. So this probably will not surprise you, but I hate going to the movie theater because I hate people. (laughs) <laughs> I, I hate how they behave nowadays in movie theaters. I hate how people are on their phone and I've got lights. Like I'm such a, I, I guess you could say I'm a Karen. <laughs> I, I do feel like people, I don't know that that's another topic for another day that maybe doesn't have anything to do with this podcast, just a bit sh- session, because I just feel like people are so rude at movies nowadays. Yeah, no, I I
1: totally understand. Now that my schedule is a little bit more flexible, I catch myself trying to go at off times when the theater is less crowded because it is, it's a pain that people who are on their phones or talking at full volume, it really is disturbing. Yes, yes it is. Yeah, so I, I would really love to... Um, talk to more people and see if it's the case but I know in my circle the majority of the people who ran out to see it as quickly as they did did so because there was this buzz that was started with the controversial component of this movie so I think that's probably the case for a lot of people they just heard oh wait it's not just about a doll and then they they went to see it and because of that it is now the number one female produced movie of all time. It has already in box office made over $550 million, which is insane. Yeah. And, um, and they are guessing by the time it's run in the theaters is done, that it will have totaled between 1.4 and 1.6 billion dollars. So that, uh, that will make it the only billion dollar
0: blockbuster movie ever solely directed by a woman, which is pretty cool. That is awesome, actually. So we'll we'll take that. Hell yeah, we will. Maybe let's just start before we get into the meat and potatoes of it. Maybe let's just discuss um, the things that we liked most about it when we went. Do you want to go first? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So the I've
1: seen it twice now, and the first time I went to go see it, I went during a pretty busy time, actually, it was uh, like 630 evening. So it was slammed. And the first thing that I noticed that I loved was the range of people. There were moms with their kids, there were couples, and, you know, just uh, people of all ages. And so I thought that was really cool. And then the movie started and I did not expect to have as much adult humor as it did. But I feel like It was so beautifully layered. Like there there were all kinds of, you know, sexual innuendo and jokes that adults could understand, but that weren't necessarily in your face. So the kids didn't notice them. So you had the adults laughing at some parts and the kids, you know, laughing at other parts. And I thought that was very skilled. I I like a movie that can do that, that can entertain the adults and the kids at the same time. I feel like that's a, a delicate line to balance. Yes, I I liked that. And then just, you know, the theme of the movie, I think the nostalgia behind it, seeing the toys that I had when I was little. The Barbies at the beginning of the movie are the Barbies my mom gave me way back in the early 70s. And then watching the progression and all the different Barbies, you know, you got pregnant Midge in there who no longer exists, R.I.P. Midge, but she makes a little cameo in there and all the different cars and houses it was just so much fun and my girls had the the dog that poops the one oh, that yes. uh I did yeah Barbie had yeah my girls had that so it was so much
0: fun to, to see all of that stuff come to life like that it was one of the coolest parts for me like I the tree house I even said oh my god I had that whenever I was a kid Yeah, my daughters had that so yeah that yeah. part was cool yeah it, it was so much fun just to go down
1: that that memory lane of all the barbie products and and then i i was excited to see how quickly a plot developed that i did not see coming at all i i don't know that i had any preconceived notes but i definitely didn't expect the movie to make the statement that it did so i was pleasantly surprised once that started and I realized that this was going to be much deeper than I initially thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah.
0: I, I agree with that. You know, I was pointing out stuff and, and saying, you know, Oh, I had that. And Oh, I remember that Barbie and Oh, poor Alan. And you know, like just, <laughs> it, it was very nostalgic to me basically. And then mm-hmm. I, I didn't have many expectations, like I honestly did. I didn't know if it was going to be, I knew it was going to be, I could tell by the innuendos basically, that it was going to, you know, going to have some adult context or whatever. But I was also pleasantly surprised at the message. Like it it went a lot deeper. And I think the the message was definitely for us as adults. And it was a beautiful message. And so it kind of like wrapped it up in a, in a neat little little bow for
1: me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I did not expect the message to be as strong as it was. It was definitely geared towards adults, but I think there was enough of it layered in there that the younger kids also can, can pick up on the gist of it, even though they don't necessarily understand the the more intricate details, but enough for them to at least, it, I just really all ages. I think the younger girls, the, the 20 somethings, the 30 somethings, us, Older moms. I think the whole gamut of of men and women. There was just a message layered in there for all of us, which I thought was
0: so well done. I agree. I, I I can totally agree with that. But then we've got the controversy. Um. So going into this, I I tried to limit my exposure to the anything that would be you know a spoiler basically, but I couldn't help mm-hmm. it. It was everywhere, and I really found that I, I found two kind of sides coming, coming out of the controversy. And one of them was, you know, the people being pissed off that it addressed the the patriarchy so much. And then on the other hand, I found people being just outright kind of overboard and taking it to a whole new level. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, and, and, you know, I've told you a million times and you, you feel the same. I know that you don't have a son, but you, Feel the same about the men in your life. You, you know, you loved your father and all of that, that stuff. And and we're protective of men, you know, especially men who try and we're good people and don't deserve the the label that you know men tend to get sometimes. So I went into it thinking that it was going to be because of some of the comments that I'm I saw from both sides of the spectrum. I thought it was going to be a lot more man bashing than it was, and mm-hmm. I. Was very even though I I think you and I in preparing for this episode I think we saw two different we got two different kinds of messages about that which is to me beautiful that we both walked away with two different kind of views and messages about it like that mm-hmm. means that maybe we can transcend you you know and, and people can walk away with different you know good feelings and different messages and different ideas but I. I went into it expecting it to be a lot more in your face and anti-male a- and the patriarchy than it actually was. And I will later explain how you know what I got out of that because you know it it definitely had a message about the patriarchy, but I thought it was beautifully done. Oh yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I Definitely, just like
1: you said, you know I heard all the hype, I heard all the complaints, although I also tried not to listen to too much of it because I wanted to form my own opinion but also, like you said, it was in your face it was everywhere when it you know first started so you couldn't help but but see the messages all over the place. but I really did expect it because of what I had heard to be much more man bashing and of system bashing and so i was super happy to see that uh
0: that it was more system bashing than it was the other which is nice right i fully agree with that i went i actually went with my husband and one of the the things that he and i talked about on the way home is i have been in the corporate world since i was 19 Mm -hmm. and what i saw from the movie or what i what i took away from the movie and what I loved that it portrayed for me was that Barbie world is very female dominated. Ken doesn't really have a place, he can't find his place. And that is the exact mirror image of the real world where, you know, Ken is and, and males are dominated and Barbie can't really find her place. And I thought it did a great representation of how both extremes, whether it's the patriarchy or a matriarchy, you know, both extremes and and people who take those ideas to the extreme, how it, it doesn't work in the end. Like you have to have a balance and you have to have a compassion for the other side, no matter what, so that you can meet in the middle. So you can have a proper resolution. And I think the movie really came to that proper resolution. Yes. It stood up for the decades that women have you know, been up against the patriarchy in the real world. That exact same thing was happening to the Kins because at the end of the day, Barbie held every position. We know that Barbie could be president. We know that Barbie could be lawyer. We know that you know, Barbie could be beauty queen. We know that Barbie could be doctor, vet, whatever. And Ken never really had that. Ken was good at the beach, and <laughs> as it says in the movie. And so it addressed that. But I think it was the mirror image of what's actually happening to women in the corporate world. And I really, really liked the way they did it.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with you. I think it did a great job of showing the contrast of the real world where we do have the patriarchy alive and kicking and men in most of the higher up positions. and um, And then in Barbie world where Ken didn't know his place, he didn't feel good enough to be surrounded by all the men in power. And so, yeah, I I agree completely with what you're saying. The uh, way that both worlds were near image of each other and then the balance that they find at the end where they decide that, hey, we can all be part of this and we can all be equals. I thought that was beautifully done.
0: I do, too. I, I, I think I think if you went in there and you were ready to just, you know, be controversial and pissed off, I think you probably took the message and said, yeah, yeah, that's right. But if you truly listen to the message, especially at the end, like you, you got it, you, you truly understood that there needs to be a balance in all things. And that's for everyone. I know we talk about healing a lot on our podcast and in our Facebook community. And one of the things that I, read a quote, and I actually uh, posted it the other day on our story, but a healed person doesn't constantly bash their opposition. A healed person finds balance and ways to feel empathy um, and sympathy for, for their opposition. And, you know, they still fight for themselves, and they're still strong as fuck, but that doesn't mean that that they're out there, you know, ready to destroy. They're out there ready to fight for themselves and make a place for themselves. The absolutely. The yeah, yeah. And I, I think that part of the healing journey is,
1: like you said, being empathetic towards other people. And then when something that is unjust is brought up, you don't take it as a personal attack, you don't take it as oh, you said something about women. So you're saying I'm a horrible person or you said something about men. So that means you hate men. You know, once you do that healing work, you're able to pull yourself back and have a different viewpoint of what's being discussed and realize that, okay, you're not being attacked. It's just a system or a overarching theme that needs to be dealt with. Not you personally, you are not a bad person.
0: (laughs) Right as a woman in the corporate world it i need to be able to discuss how women have you know been looked over for promotions and been looked over to hold higher positions and been looked over and not taken seriously in business and things like that i need to be able to discuss that and we as women need to be able to discuss that number 1 without man bashing and number 2 without men coming to that conversation already in defense absolutely yeah, for them to be able to understand that
1: it, we are just looking for equity. We are not saying that you you specifically, sir, are doing something wrong. <laughs> we're just saying the system is built for men to be more successful. In this case, if we're talking about the patriarchy and corporate world. And that doesn't mean that you, Mr. Bob, are a bad person. It just means you're part of a system that more easily promotes and pays higher to men. And right. if, if you don't have any both stepping in the way, then you can wrap your head around that. I mean, there's statistics that's proven. It's not like we're making this up, right?
0: Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, literally proven. So it's... it's- yeah. It's out there. The evidence is out there and we just need to have an open and honest conversation. And I thought the Barbie movie did a great job of that in a fun way that also brought in nos- nostalgia and for you know all of us little girls and boys who played with Barbies, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it, it absolutely was. So I went with a
1: friend of mine and to be honest, I was a little nervous at first only because I had heard that it was a male bashing movie. And so I was was kind of curious what kind of conversation it would bring up. But then as the movie progressed, I realized that the reviews I read that said it was male bashing were completely wrong. And so then I, I let that fear subside. And afterwards, we went out to dinner and had a really good discussion about the movie. And he was not offended at all. He thought it was very well made and all the points of the patriarchy and the imbalance that that does go on in the world, he was Fully on board with and absolutely agreed with. So I guess my feelers were out and I was ready to have to stick up for females if needed. Yeah. And this is nothing on him at all. It was just more of I thought the movie was going to be about and what I thought I was going to have to defend afterward. But not only did he agree with it all, but we had conversation afterward and we agreed with what we took out of the movie too, which I thought was fantastic. I I think there, at least the men that I am friends with I have heard very few complaints about it being a man bashing movie so I'm really after I've seen it and after I've talked to people who have seen it I am surprised that 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 was the controversy actually what what about you and your husband
0: yeah like I I mean I've said it before my husband has played semi pro hockey he grew up in a hockey um locker room like he he's a man's man Mm -hmm. so I was like kind of nervous as well. You know, what was going to be his take on it? He loved it. He thought it was, he agrees with me that he thought it was beautifully done. He, he understood why I got choked up, especially the famous um, line from America. Like she delivered Mm. so beautifully. And the more she went, like the deeper it touched me. I was like, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I have felt all of that, all of that, At different times in my life. And so it was very powerful. And I felt the tug of teenager growing up and kind of growing away from mom a little bit, trying to, you know, stretch your wings and you as a mom want to just cling on and hold on. And yeah. So he he understood why I got choked up a few times. And at the end of the movie. He actually wants me to order him the I am Knuff sweatshirt. He's like, hell yeah, I'll wear that. Yeah, I'm going to actually order that for him because he's like, I'll rock that like there's no tomorrow because I am enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and I really thought that was great that they addressed that in the movie, that they showed Ken having insecurities because I've seen this happen and I imagine you have too in in real life where when a woman whether it be in a mid, in a workplace situation whatever the case when a woman has more power sometimes a man doesn't necessarily know what to do because Historically, you know, with the with the way the patriarchy's built, a man's job has been to be the one in power and the one that does all the decision making or whatever the case may be. So right. that insecurity that Ken had when he didn't know what his role was, of him not feeling good enough because he just beat and he didn't know what his was in Barbie Land. I I felt like that was such a beautiful message for men too because we as we've talked about on prior you know, episodes, we don't let our men discuss their emotions as much as we should. And so I thought it was really cool that that was built into the movie as well.
0: That is, you know, that's a discussion that I know I've had a million times. I'm sure you've had it a million times where, you know, I'm a super strong woman and it, there are moments where I am thankful to have a man in my life and I need him. And, you know, I want to be feminine in in some cases, and then there's some times where I need the man that I'm with to also support me whenever I'm I'm the stronger one in that moment, or I am the the one with the power. And I, I think a relationship is most beautiful when we counsel with each other. Like there are moments where he looks to me for leadership, and there are moments where I look to him for leadership, and. I think that makes for a beautiful relationship. That's not how I was raised. And that's not what I was taught in the religion that I was raised. In the religion that I was raised, part of the teaching is that I will look to my husband for direction and guidance, and then he will get direction and guidance from God. And I thought, I've always thought, well, why the hell can't I speak with God? You know, like, why aren't my prayers heard? Like, right. why do I need to counsel with my husband who then takes it to God? Like, am I, you know, is he not my father too? Type of thing. So I do think it was, it was very well stated in the movie that a woman has importance just like a man does and that they can play off of each other. One can be, you know, one can have the importance at one moment and the other can have the importance at another moment. And that's okay.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I, I loved that about the movie and, and the fact that, that like that's the yin and yang of of the balance of power of feminine and masculine energy, right? And, and I don't mean man and woman, that exists in, in all kinds of, of people, but just that balance of knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses and being able to play into them and support each other when needed. I thought that was very well displayed towards the end of the movie. I agree.
0: You and I both agreed on this. We both thought it was actually cool that Barbie and Ken didn't end up together because as as little girls growing up and fairy tale bullshit was was shoved down our throats and we always thought that we had to end up with the man at the end of the day, which probably is where some of, you know, our issues stemmed from and where a lot of issues stem as little girls grow up. Mm-hmm. very cool that they didn't end up together and they are okay with that. Yes, I loved that.
1: And my daughters both mentioned that same exact thing too. I think it was such a beautiful moment when they had that heart-to-heart talk and it was mature. They both decided, hey, this is what's best for us. And then they decided to friends. Yeah, what a gr- what a great ending! What a great ending! Nobody needed saving; they both balanced each other out, decided to go forward as they were, and and I thought that was so nice.
0: I agree. Overall, I think it was a great movie. And you know, I'm not if you if you're out there and you didn't think it was a great movie, you have a right to your opinion. I just I think that most people who didn't find it a great movie because of controversies. I think they went in with a chip on their shoulder of some kind and that, yeah. that is always going to keep you from getting the, the real message. And that's one of the things that also keeps you from healing. You're constantly with the chip on your shoulder. So you're never going to see the answer that's right there in front of you.
1: Right, right. Exactly. You have to be able to reflect on your own behavior to be able to grow. And so if you hear this is a man bashing movie and you're a man, so you automatically hate it because you heard that, then you're you're not gonna learn anything from it. You're not gonna hear the message. But the message was for everyone. The message was for women. The message was for men. The message was for anybody that was listening. And so I honestly didn't see it as, man basting But if you haven't done the work and, and haven't healed to a point where you're still taking everything personally, and you're still assuming everything is directly about you,
0: then yeah, I can see where people would get upset. I think that's exactly what was going on and what was happening. Mm -hmm. But overall, great movie, highly recommend it. Yeah,
1: I, I thought it was a fantastic movie. And the couple of things that they did notice that people are complaining about in there. I think are just nitpicking, you know, like you said, people looking for something to be upset about because there
0: was nothing in there that wasn't factual. If it ruffled your feathers, then maybe take a look and ask why is that ruffling your feathers? Because the there's, well, we know that there's people out there that, that don't believe that, that type of thing exists, that system exists. Even though we as women have been fighting it, like we've said, for you know, centuries, decades, whatever, there are people out there that don't believe that it exists and never will. And that's totally fine, whatever. But we're going to continue to speak up and we're going to continue to change the world. And Luckily, there are men out there that are wanting to change that as well. Like there, there are men that are you know now even in our corner and fighting for us. And they're still you know very masculine, manly men, but they're still fighting for women to take their place. And I, I think that's movies like this and messages like this are just helping that along.
1: I think a lot of men are able to look at the patriarchy and and say that it exists and not be threatened by the thought of there being more equality through the the genders but i i think the type of person who is threatened by it doesn't fully understand it you know like one of the controversies that that came out was that the movie was pushing feminism but then you're if you're pushing feminism, (laughs) then you're alluding to the fact that feminism is a bad thing and that you think feminism means we're trying to like take over the world or I'm not sure what. But feminism is just saying, hey, we're here and we are perfectly as capable as you are. And can we work together side by side? And I think people who don't fully understand that are threatened by it and think that, you know, we just, we, we hate the men and we're here to take over, but that's not the case at all. We just want our place at the table.
0: Right. Exactly. That just goes back to what we said earlier, like we're going to speak up and it shouldn't threaten you. And if it does, then then there's a problem. If it, if mm-hmm. it threatens you, then there's a problem because that means that you do recognize that you have the power. You do recognize that there's inequality and you don't want us to to exactly. see exactly so let's let's call it what it is there and i also want to give a huge shout out because i don't know about you but we all had her a shout out to weird barbie
1: oh yeah weird barbie i feel like weird barbie like i resonated with her so much <laughs> <during> <laughs> <that movie. laughs> like look at her with her <laughs> properly done makeup, her not really well done hair, her whatever clothes. And when she when she handed Barbie the Birkenstocks and I was in the theater in my Birkenstocks, I was like, "Yes, weird Barbie." Is me. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, the, it, it, I think she was so wise and it was so smart to put her in there. And you're right. Like we all did that to our Barbies, right? We, yeah. we, we I think, I, I don't know for sure, but I wonder if that's why the, um, the, you know, the bigger Barbie head that you could do the hair and put the makeup on. Yeah. I wonder if that was born out of all the little girls cutting their Barbies hair and doing their bar- little teeny
0: barbies makeup
1: and they were like here here's a bigger version
0: you know what could be because we we all hit that point where we yeah. did something with with our barbies it, you know mutilated them <laughs> <in some way. laughs>
1: here's all the weird barbies in the world they are everywhere <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right so um uh, another thing that, that I found interesting in the movie. I'm not going to say it was controversial necessarily okay. because I understand why the director did it how she did it, but I'm curious as to your opinion. So when when the Barbies when Barbie comes back to Barbieland and realizes that all the Barbies have been, you know, taken over by by the patriarchy in Barbieland now and they have to um unindoctrinate is that a word it is now indoctrinate all the barbies from uh from what the kens have done while she was away um that whole scene was really interesting to me i feel like there was a lot of different ways they could have went about that but they they did it in such a kind of poking fun way where you know, the the Barbie would come in and be like, oh, I don't understand that. Could you explain that to me? Yeah. And then as that was happening, they whisk away, you know, one of the Barbies and, and clear their minds and get them back to where they were. And then that scene where they had them all on the beach and all the guys were singing, playing guitar and singing. And, you know, and the way they played into um, women kind of dumbing themselves down to the men. Yeah. To to fix that. I thought that was very interesting how they did that because they didn't have to approach it like that. You know, they could have not addressed that, but I, I liked that they addressed it like that. I just found it very interesting that, uh, that that was the view they took on that.
0: I noticed that too. And as someone who taught my girls to not dumb themselves down and, and I've always, I've always disliked the feigning, "Oh, I can't do it myself. I must have a man to mm-hmm. do it." More, type of thing. I, I really liked how they addressed that. Yeah, I did too, and and I hope that
1: that rang true to the women who do use that still, because of course it's still alive and kicking. I I hope that the Silliness that was poked at it will help them realize that
0: acting helpless isn't necessarily the healthiest way to man's attention. Exactly, I I agree with you. I love that part of it too. I think there was just so much that they did that was was well played, very intentional, mm-hmm. and I left there smiling.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. I really, um, I loved the way that the entire movie played out. I loved the way that the Barbies worked together. And, and the Ken's did too, but I feel like that's more representative. I don't know. I could be wrong because I'm not a man, but I feel like that's more representative of males. I feel like they don't have as much of an issue working together, whereas females can get very competitive against each other and try to out skinny each other out, pretty each other out, whatever each other. And instead in this movie, you know, one Barbie looked one way and one Barbie looked another way. And one Barbie had a Nobel peace prize and one Barbie was the president and everybody was just okay with every Barbie having their life and being who they are and looking like they are. And I feel like that was another really strong message that I, that I took away from the movie.
0: Yes. I, I, I did notice that as well. And it was, it was refreshing to see like we, we always, I mean, as women, we know that at the end of the day, we can be so fucking catty toward each other. Mm. And we have enough competition in this world as it is. And we have enough pressure on us as it is. We don't want to do it to each other, but in mom group after mom group, And female groups after female groups, like it is, it is a dog eat dog or I should I say a catty cat world (laughs) when it comes to women sometimes. And so I hope that a lot of women saw that message and it was a Mm -hmm. message that you don't have to constantly be in competition with each other. Your way may be different, but it doesn't mean it's better just because someone else does it differently.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I felt like so much of America Ferrera's speech in the, in the middle of the movie there, I guess, towards the middle was aimed at women as much as, as it was at, you know, the system and the patriarchy. It was also aimed, aimed at other women. Like you're too skinny for this, but not too skinny and, and be smart, but not too smart. And, be pretty but not so much that you stand out like i feel like a lot of that was aimed at other women too like quit judging each other quit setting these expectations of what you think other women should be just because that's who you are like right.
0: let us just be out here living our lives you know yeah honestly when it comes to when it comes to pressures on on us on ourselves like our bodies our looks our you know our intelligence all of that I'll be honest. I get more pressure from other women than I do from men. Oh, I'm sure. like I feel judged if I go to the grocery store and I don't look a hundred percent and I don't feel judged by men. I feel judged by like, and maybe it's an inner, you know, internal thing. I'll I'll give it that. But if I'm going out to like the grocery store or whatever, I don't put makeup on and do my hair for men because I don't care. I do it so that another woman won't see me and say, oh, she looked just, I saw her at the store today and she looked like shit because I know that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I do appreciate that message. And I do hope that a lot of the women, if you know, saw the movie and heard that message and it truly resonated, we've got to stop putting unnecessary pressure from our own kind.
1: Absolutely. Like I don't want to be in competition with anyone else. I'm trying to figure out my own life. Go figure yours out and leave me alone. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, this has been an amazing discussion. And I hope that someone listens to this. And if you haven't seen the Barbie movie yet, you go see it A- and you go without those preconceived notions. Like just just go in with an open mind and tell us, you know, go into our social media and tell us what you thought. Yeah, definitely.
1: And if you haven't seen it yet and made it to the end of this episode then sorry for all the spoilers (laughs) there there was probably a decent amount of them in there and uh but 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 there was a whole lot of the movie that we didn't discuss and um and it is a fantastic movie so if you haven't seen it i highly recommend that you go see it and then when you have or if you already have let us know let's talk about it on our uh, social media because i feel like there's a lot to unpack in that movie and a lot of great messages
0: Yes, I fully agree. All right. Well, thank you for another beautiful episode. It was beautiful, wasn't it? That's <laughs> going to be the word of our
1: the word of our our episode. It's a beautiful episode. <laughs>
0: beautiful movie, beautiful episode.
1: <laughs> beautiful divas. Life is just beautiful. <laughs> yes. All right. Bye, everyone. Have, bye.